Hello, everybody. My name is Brennan. You've got Gabe. And today we'd like to welcome Parker on the show again. How's it going? And this is Shadow Valley. So, um, just to start off, we got a lot to uh, get through today, so we're kind of just going to want to jump right into it, guys. So, um, kind of where we left off last time, we were talking about, in 2008, how Jeffrey Epstein got um, convicted, or he pled guilty and got this magical sweetheart deal. Um, one thing I we didn't necessarily mention as much is exactly what it was that he pled guilty to, and he got... He got he pled guilty to soliciting prostitution from minors, um, which is an absolute disgrace to the victims in this case, because at that point in time, by saying, yeah, I'm guilty for soliciting prostitution from these minors, um, the law just basically labeled these girls as prostitutes. Yeah, like minors. These, and, and that's the frustrating part about the whole situation is that if they uh, – I mean – that's what the sweetheart deal is, right? They essentially went through a back door. Yeah. Convinced the judge or whoever it was to give Epstein a decent deal where he would get off for like much less time. Um, I, if you guys don't remember, he was uh, convicted and he was supposed to serve for 18 months in prison. Ended up serving for 13. Seven of those months were spent outside of the prison in his office. So <clears throat> the whole situation was pretty uh, messed up. And like Brennan said, they labeled these kids as minor or sorry, prostitution prostitutes, mm -hmm. um, which in itself is pretty messed up already because back then, I mean, obviously there were over was, 40 victims who came forward. Right. And, and then they, they were all, magically all prostitutes. Yeah. Little kids. Like it's ridiculous. Thank you, Florida. And then I want to point out too, that he served for three and a half months. And after that, the sheriff's office received $128,000 from Epstein's nonprofit to pay for the cost of extra services being provided during his work release. Really? I did not see that. Yeah. Dang. Oh, wow. Dang. White people and their money. He, <laughs> from the white guy. <laughs> something else that's also insane. During this time, too, like when, because we talked about how he was allowed to be out for like nine hours a day. Right. Um, and go to his office and stuff. During those nine hours times, he was still being supplied girls. It's ridiculous. So it's not like he was very like watched while he was out of the like the prison. He wasn't heavily monitored. He was labeled as like a a safe um, a safe inmate enough to where he didn't have that strict of monitoring. He had his own private security, of course, in the prison. He had his own side of the prison, and he was only there to sleep. But this girl, like, he still had girls being funneled to him, even after being convicted from yep. it all, which just blows my mind. Um, just shows how much like money, mm -hmm. like how much power money can give you. Well, do you think that the people like in the prison, do you think he just like schmoozed them? Because we know he's like charismatic. Do you think yeah. he was like, come on, guys, like, I know I was convicted, but like, you know, I wouldn't really do that. Right. Or do you think he just gave them the money and they just turned their head? I think he just gave them the money. I'd Maybe. be very surprised if somebody like I think morally at least you would hope most everybody in this world, if they saw like somebody like Epstein that did all this nasty, disgusting shit, like they would look at him and be like, I don't want to give you any, 
ounce of kindness, you know, right. but then you're presented with a $185,000 check and you're like, well, I can turn a blind eye to yeah. a lot of stuff for a lot of money, you know, well, and that's new shoes. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and it, and it could be even just like, I mean, that's a joke, you know, but at the end of the day, like what if that sheriff, for instance, his wife was in the hospital, you know, yeah. or something a little more like weighty, you know, you, you never know. And so money can change a lot of what people think and their morals can ch- kind of um, <clears throat> change, especially when you're putting a, a hard spot, you know? Oh, yeah. And so I think a lot of these people, I'm sure there's probably a lot of just dirty, dirty guys at that prison that sure. received the money and they're like, okay, yeah, I'm totally down to turn a blind eye, whatever, no big deal. But there were people there that were very like, oh man, this is, this is like hard. This is a hard decision. But yeah, I'd be very surprised if he was able to like weasel his way out of all this just by yeah. like talking, you know? Mm-hmm. Mind you though, there, I'm sure there's people that can do it, but I'm, I'm sure there's surprised. people at the prison who are just like, you know what, Epstein, go kill yourself. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Then he did what? <laughs> <laughs> he did. Air Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited to get into that. That'll be the third episode, I think, yeah. where we talk about uh, a lot of these conspiracy theories behind Epstein. Um, I think I hit on this last episode, but it is very weird because we're talking about now, like how, I guess, popular or not popular, how much power he had, especially with all the money. Yeah. That it's just very surprising that in 2019, how did it come to fruition that he was, the cameras were off. There were no guards near him. Right. Like, it's just all very funky, you know? Well, and how did someone who had so much control before Mm -hmm. go to someone who all of a sudden had no control? Exactly. No protection. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's all very curious stuff. That's all I can say. It's all very curious stuff how all that happened. And, you know, he... He had partners in this, too. Like, we went mentioned before, like, um, Helen Maxwell. Mm -hmm. Um, She was kind of an associate or i think they might have been lovers but um she would actively bring epstein girls like she would go out try and recruit them Mm -hmm. teaching them how to quote unquote massage epstein Mm -hmm. and then she along with epstein would go and um sexually um attack these these girls like sexually assault them um force them to have sex with both her and epstein and so she's another example and she was a powerful woman and I can see, and I know like we're supposed to look at that thing like, Oh yeah. You know, women are powerful, which a lot of women are powerful, but you know, this woman particularly, like when I say that it's not like a compliment, it's like a very yeah. vindictive, like evil psycho bitch. Right. Yeah. She was, sense. <clears throat> she was convicted in 2021 right. for sex trafficking. Took her forever. Yep. Yeah. She was convicted and, uh, she was tied to Jeffrey Epstein as well. So she was sentenced to prison uh, for 20 years. Would you say her name was Helen? So no. it's, it's Giselle. 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 Something like that. Yeah. Is it Giselle? Giselle. Yeah. yeah. Noel like, Marion Maxwell. At least that's how they've said it on like different videos I've watched. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Giselle. Well, <laughs> it's spelled with a G, right? Mm hmm. That's probably where I got it. I thought she was like extra. She also, um, just this may be more for the next episode, but just they had a submarine. Their nonprofit had a submarine in her name, in Ghislaine's name. Oh, really? Yeah. Like 
A submarine? Yeah, like talk about the best way to traffic under the radar. Yeah, seriously, literally under yeah. the radar. Yeah. Huh. His plane had a nickname too where he'd ring people. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Try to see if you could find the nickname for his plane. It was like something express because he would traffic girls that way too. He had girls going everywhere. It hmm. was um, it was sick. And, you know, some of the people allegedly. Lolita. Lolita. Lolita Express. Yeah. Does that translate to something, or is that just what it um, is? I'm not sure. I'd have to find out, but, yeah, it was called Lolita. Lolita Express. Yeah, and he had a bunch of these. He would traffic girls all the time. Um, and, <laughs> you know, some of the people he trafficked to, um, allegedly, uh, one of them is Prince Andrew from mm-hmm. the royal family. And from what I understood, like, there were a lot of allegations against him and a lot of people were trying to get some uh, not convictions because he hadn't been charged with anything but definitely wanted to get some answers and he had to buckle down in the royal palace for a while that would uh, be quite the hot seat oh yeah (laughs) but yeah i mean imagine that like you're from like the most prominent family in freaking europe and now everybody's like, yeah, he's kind of a pedophile, and you have these, like, gals coming up against you being like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. I've been trafficked to this guy several times before. How do you, like, hide from that? You know what I mean? Just the same way I've seen it, probably. Just throw money at just it. Just money, yeah. yeah. And I think that's a, the, I think the power money has over people yeah. and how much money these people actually have mm-hmm. is um, probably lost on a lot of us. Uh, just because if we were... See, the thing is that most most everybody or the average American, I don't think will see that much money in their lives. No. You know, and then so you have this one percenter that's <clears throat> offering a security guard that makes $40,000 a year. Right. Triple their salary. Yeah. For like a few months. You know, that is insane. You know, it, it's very difficult to want to pass up. Um and I think it's the same for somebody like Prince Andrews that yeah. has a lot, probably a lot more money and a lot more power than Epstein did. Um, I think that's how you do it. Like Parker was saying, I think it's yeah. just money. You know, they throw money at people and they tell them, hey, hide this for me. You know, regardless of the situation, I think it's very hard for people to want to yeah. give that up. What's sickening too is that it's not even like he could have had a legitimate business and then, you know, claimed a transaction was one thing and then it was actually sex trafficking um and then paid taxes on it yeah mm-hmm. freaking idiot didn't even do that he had a non-profit <laughs> you don't pay taxes when you're a non-profit so like on top of that you know i mean it's it's like similar to the clinton foundation and <laughs> right. stuff like that i mean and, and it's of course it's most likely all connected but um but yeah it's like <laughs> the one percenters that are all saying like hey we need to make everyone pay these taxes out of their W two jobs. Right. Have a freaking nonprofit to smuggle women across the country, around yep. the world. Yeah. And they're yep. not even paying taxes on it. Like, no. have <laughs> you seen like the ledgers on some of the ways like they would go about and um, like explain? Because they documented these like sex trafficking deals, like right. the transactions and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How they labeled them as um, like language lessons from Lisa yep. or things like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So stupid. Yeah, man. And then Maxwell's actually also linked with Prince Andrews. Oh, is she really? Yeah. She, they said that she was linked with having escorted hookers and pimps 
uh, to social functions mm. for Prince Andrews. Um, Are they labeling our victims as prostitutes again? Are these actual hookers. prostitutes? Uh, I'm assuming it's probably just victims that are labeled incorrectly again. Um, but later down the line, it seems like, no, yeah, it's the, it's prostitutes. Yep, it's prostitutes. Oh, okay. Like normal? No, it's it is it's just minors that were labeled as prostitutes. Mm. It's disgusting. <clears throat> yes. They're not prostitutes, they're victims. I mean, children can't consent. Like, let's just get that out there right now, out of the way. Like, I don't think anybody in this room disagrees with the fact that anybody under the age of 18 can't consent. Right. Not to someone who's over 18, right? Right. But, like, two people under 18 could technically consent, right? But none of these other people I'm not touching that one. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't I'm, know. 17 to 17, I don't know. Is I don't that know like a Romeo and Ruli... Romeo and Ruli, no. Juliet. Juliet. Ruliet. No, that's that's yeah. for like if you, that's if you were like, Older. you were both dating at 17 and yeah. then the other person turns 18, mm-hmm. it's still like okay because you're dating before when you were both minors. Is that mm-hmm. what that is? Mm-hmm. Yep. According to Transformers. But <laughs> 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 Yeah, so Maxwell's first case was, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you want to speak on this, but it was against uh, or with Virginia... I might butcher this yep. name. Gufree? I G- think it's Dufray. Duf- it's with a G. Gufree? She did her 60-minute interview. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not going to say definitely for sure. That's how you say it. But, yeah, Virginia, she was the one who actually, she had a picture of her and Prince Andrew that mm-hmm. she uh, showed the courts and the FBI even looked into it. Um, and she got it certified as an original, as like not a fake. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because, you know, on the 60 minute segment that I saw with those two, um, you can see for sure her in that photo and then Prince Andrew like right next to her. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty sad. She, uh, so Maxwell recruited her in 1999 mm-hmm. and, uh, she was, she was like a spa attendant essentially. But they would just use her um, to, like, fulfill whatever needs or things that arised for Epstein. Um, So was she, like, finding women for him? Or was she, like, doing the acts herself? Both. 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 So she was was solicited to essentially, like, um, perform sexual acts. Right. And then, but she was also used as like a, like a person to try and get these young girls. She was like Courtney, the manager. Courtney Wilde yeah. was another one of those victims. And you know, Epstein, the disgusting human being that he is, one thing that he would do is he'd recruit girls from lower income neighborhoods. Um, like, again, there's this interview you can go watch with Courtney Wilde. She um, lived in a trailer park. She was recruited by these other girls to go and quote unquote, Go give a massage to this guy who's going to pay them lots of money. Mm-hmm. And they went to give him the massage. And then it was maybe like, honestly, like 30, 40 minutes into the massage. He would dismiss one of the girls. And then that's when he would, quote unquote, per the victims, get excited and mm-hmm. start touching himself. And then from there, um, he would go on to sexually abuse these girls. And you would get an extra stipend if next time when you came, you came with another girl. Mm. Oh, and so he would recruit from these lower-income neighborhoods. Um, and again, you can listen to all of that about 
like that whole situation and kind of more about it um, from Courtney Wilde herself in Virginia in the uh, 60 Minutes Australia episode um, on Jeffrey Epstein. But um, yeah, hearing these victim stories during that time is something really interesting because you your heart really goes out to it, especially in the same story when Courtney talks about um, when she went out and then as she was leaving, she was coming down the spiral staircase again and she just remembers feeling absolutely dirty. She, she says, quote unquote, it was almost like a dirty little secret that she couldn't tell anybody and how hard it was just kind of having to deal with that and growing mm-hmm. up. But, you know, on Epstein's part, like the guy was a sick fuck, but he knew what he was doing because how easy is it to make low income children disappear? Yeah. Like who's going to really go look out for the the bottom rung of the ladder like right. you know it's not like it was somebody who grew up in a nice house white picket fence golden right. retriever out front loving family no i mean this girl um literally uh she grew up in a trailer park and in society we kind of like turn away from people like that and so epstein knowing to target these lower income girls and then bring them into a sex trafficking ring um is absolutely disgusting um and but he knew what he was doing and i think that's just more evidence to show he knew what he was doing and this is just one piece of one of the stuff that built up for that whole 2008 thing is just getting these girls from here from courtney and then you also have the one with jizz lane jizz lane um (laughs) freaking who are coming in through the spa uh recruitment program kind of like what happened to Virginia to where she was taught, quote unquote, how to give massages to um, these high profile individuals. And that's what these uh, traffickings were also like labeled under the books as was just mm-hmm. uh, massage sessions. And good old Jizzy Lane would go and uh, try and teach these girls how to do it on Epstein. And then on her next, I guess. Yeah, so that's the other thing, too, that she was also... Is she a lesbian? Like, part lesbian? I don't know. I, I didn't really do much research into what her um, sexual ori- orientation was, but that was another thing that a lot of these minors were also saying that she had them perform sexual acts on her as well. Right. Um, which is also pretty sad. I think there, it's just a lot... All, all of it's sad. It's all very depressing and frustrating right. to... Um, have to see um the other thing i was going to mention is it's like i think that also is lost on a lot of people what you had mentioned about um lower income when kids go missing there yeah it's i'm sure there's a lot of people out there doing everything that they possibly can do to help these lower income families find their kids but the difference between a high income family versus a low income family is they'll have the resources to put up to be able to find these kids, right. you know, find their kid if they were abducted, anything like that. I mean, ideally, they, I hope everybody's able to find their children, whether they're low-income, high-income, whatever. But the sad thing about the low-income families is that it's difficult for them. You know, they can't, they don't have the power to be able to, like, start putting their kids' faces up all over social media, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's a lot of, and I guess social media wasn't, like, a huge thing back then, but they just have a lot more resources to their um, what's the word? Like right. their disposal. To their disposal, yeah. yeah. Um, to be able to find their kids, and then, unfortunately, for these younger, 
like or lower income families, it's very difficult. How often do we do they lose kids in those lower income places where yeah. like police officers, it's like a call every week or whatever, you know, when in high income, it's probably a call every year, whatever, you right. know, like it was probably very different versus then or versus a high income versus low income. And like you said, Epstein definitely knew that he knew yeah. exactly how to play the game, which it, which in, in itself is kind of like interesting to think about. Because it's like, uh, like how long, how did he get to that point? How did he know that he could kind of maneuver that way? You know, yeah. Like how long did he plan to do that? Was it when he was a, a school teacher and he right. started realizing, like, oh, I have these students here that are very high income. Yeah, everybody knows who they are. But then there's a hundred other students here, and only three of them are actually known. They're all low income. Yeah, you know, when did he start planning this out? When did he have these ideas of, I'm going to create this like sex trafficking ring and start abducting kids you know I mean, like I as a oh sorry go ahead. like as a teacher you definitely are able to recognize uh like what students oh, yeah. have resources which is what students yeah. don't um and you really do get a glimpse at each student's life and you're like okay so and so is really in need of money like teachers know that's the kind of stuff i mean a lot of schools know that kind of stuff right. and you don't even have to really reach out to be to have it known um, and you know, even the, the chances of somebody like being even more like in need of money and financial assistance is when there's only one parent in the home, right. which schools have a lot of access to that information as well too. Um, cause they get to know like where you live, they get to know like the different parents in the household. Mm -hmm. Like that's all information that you disclose to them. And you know, so they have access to all this. And so as a teacher, I think you definitely would have the resources to be able to pick out and target students who are low income, who need more financial assistance, who need help. And we have a lot of actually like programs like lunch school programs, right. trying to uh, help people out like that. And those could be, I guess, quote unquote, weaponized or used to build a pool of students that you could just pick your way out of to kind mm -hmm. of choose who you want to victimize now or well, who then, needs to disappear. I mean, how many, how many like low income kids do you think you could literally like target? I bet you, if you were to go to a regular like public school, you know, one that let's say a junior high, you have about like 800 kids in there. Mm -hmm. I bet you, you could at least get like, like 125 of them. Yeah. And I think that's, that's probably another reason why they're very strategic about how they chose the kids. You know, they, yeah. they get another student from the school that probably knows which kids are going to be low income. Right. And so they target those individuals, which is very sad. But I think, I mean, it's just, it's sad because you start drawing these parallels and these lines to everything. And you think like, oh man, it seems like Epstein had this plan, had an idea of what to do when he was like in the school. You oh, know, yeah. because he clearly saw what was going on. He clearly thought to himself and said, you know what? I bet I could probably get away with something like this. And that's why he went to the younger kids and said, hey, you go recruit these people. Yeah. I'll give you more money as you recruit more people. Right. And as a 16 year old kid, well, shit, my mom is working 12 hours a day. And then she comes home, says hi to us and goes and works another six hours at a different place. Yeah. To them, it's like, oh, man. I want to help my family out. I want to work. I want to get money. And so they're working, quote right. unquote, like, like air quotes, working for this. I guess I probably shouldn't say that. They were being co 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 coerced. coerced into doing these 
really terrible things because they thought, well, I'm going to make some money for my family. Mm -hmm. And they're all doing it out of honesty and like, like love to help their family. But the sad thing is that they're, they're just being taken advantage. They're being taken advantage. They're another cog in the machine. Right. Exactly. This is no massage. This is like sexual, Mm -hmm. like assault type of stuff. And like, it's, it's upsetting that it's been sold that way that, you know, the, because they are doing it for the money. Mm-hmm. Like, the kids are doing... That doesn't make them prostitutes, just to, like, be clear. Yeah. Like, no, I don't think kids can be prostitutes, but... Um, Especially when they're, like, unknowingly. Exactly. You know? They weren't, like, intentionally trying to sell their bodies. No, they were told that they were going to be giving massages. Mm-hmm. They did give massage. And, oh, my God. This is the most disgusting part of it, too, is the fact that he would tell them, like, beforehand, like, while they're giving the massage, to, quote, unquote, get comfortable and strip down to your, I hate this word so fucking much, but strip down to your bra and your, quote, unquote, panties. And that's just such a dirty word, in my opinion. But um, the fact that he would try and... He, he was setting up a situation that wasn't comfortable at all. Mm-hmm. Like, his intentions were, were wrong from the beginning. It's not like this all just happened to change. Like, no, he planned this step by step. Like, luring in there, then trying to set up the scene to match his fantasy. Mm-hmm. And he took just complete advantage of these these kids. I mean, you have an adult figure telling you to do all these things. Like, as a kid, are you really going to say no? Like, some people are super rebellious, but you need money. You're seeing especially when that guy's seen as like he's my boss. Exactly. Like you're and you're you don't know other you don't know like why this is wrong. And I I, you know, I don't know. Like maybe we're just speaking out of turn, but you would just I think if I was if I was a young like when I was first starting work, you know, when I was sixteen, I would go into work because I devoted like all my time to work because I don't know, I was just dumb. Now I look back on it and I'm like, dang, that was stupid. But for these kids that are very like low income and they're trying to help their family out, that's like that's your life, you know. You go to school and you go work. You go work because you want to help your family out. And so right. this guy, your manager, manager quotes again is telling you, like, hey, you need to do this because it's work. Yeah. Like, well, shoot, I gotta do it. It's work. Like, you know, they're they're feeding on the ignorance of these kids, which is very sad. Right. I think too like how we're talking about it's work for them. It was also a business to, right. you know, Epstein. So he actually like, like a keyword you said a minute ago was like strategically planning this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted to point out. So um, in 2005, um, Palm Beach police rate uh, raided his house and uncovered um, an Amazon receipt for some different books on SNM. So the books he ordered were titled S&M 101, A Realistic Introduction, Slavecraft, Roadmaps for Erotic Servitude, Principal Skills and Tools in Training with Miss Abernathy. Did he like to be dominated? (laughs) I think he wanted to dominate. A workbook for erotic slaves and their owners. So like he is reading these books, not even for like, I don't think for his own sexual, like figuring out what he wanted. I Mm -hmm. think it was like, he was strategically figuring out how to manipulate these victims. Right. Trying and to turn them into the perfect little sp- slave puppies. Yeah, so, like, I mean, 
it was the equivalent for him of like, like I read business books to figure out how to grow a business. Well, he was reading these books to figure out how he could control these people into doing what he wanted and not saying a word. It's disgusting. And it's just, it's, it's very sad because you start thinking about it and like, it just, I don't know. It's, it's frustrating to see and hear that like it was from that far down the road that he was planning this whole thing mm-hmm. and nobody did anything about it or no solidified action or anything like I guess concrete took place until 2019 yeah that's 20 years almost that people had to suffer that kids were disappearing that young minors women were being abused who wouldn't see their families and would have to deal with these nasty ass old guys right whoever it was like it is ridiculous how badly our system failed these individuals and like it did fail a enormous amount oh yeah like it just sad it's sad because the 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 clues and the like signs were there all the red flags were there everybody knew if the school would have done something right in the beginning none of this well I don't want to say none of this, but a lot of this probably could have been prevented. Right. If the Palm Beach police would have said, hey, this guy's got a lot of weird stuff in his apartment or in his house. Plus, we have accusations. And we have a ton of these accusations. 40 victims that came forward. And then the army of Epstein's lawyers in this 2008 whole thing. Because everything we talked about, all the crimes that just, like, happened, that was all in 2008. Yeah. Like, that was all came to light in 2008, I should say. So that all has to do with the 2008, like, plea deal and case like that on what, unfortunately, like, transpired and how he got away with all of that. And it wasn't until, like, almost 10 years afterwards to where the victims had to keep fighting once they found out about the secret deal that he got with the state, working to appeal that to where, you know, even after he killed himself, the state of Florida had to admit, like, yeah, we shouldn't have done that. Like, yeah, we should have um, actually, like, like prosecuted, prosecuted him, for, him more. Yeah. Like, we did the victims wrong, but they wouldn't get rid of the immunity they gave to not just him, but his co-conspirers, right. too. So, Jizz Lane also <laughs> had freaking um, immunity, and mm. so did some of these other cohorts, like, um, you know, allegedly Prince Andrew, Right. And this uh, modeling agent who'd also funneled girls in there, uh, John Luke Brunel, mm-hmm. allegedly. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people. I think I think uh, many people like know Donald Trump, yeah. Hillary Clinton, Donald John Trump, Hillary Rodham Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of misconduct throughout Hollywood, throughout our House of Representatives. A lot of the people in power. Yeah. Uh, we're tied to this guy. I mean, Anthony Weiner, like <laughs> Red that <flag>. guy. <laughs> First of all, with names like Jizz Lane and freaking Weiner and Dick Cheney, yeah, Dick Cheney, <laughs> <laughs> all a little too sus. God damn! With names he like was this, right like, in front of us the whole time. <laughs> he was there the whole time. Richard, <laughs> Richard, Drickle. fat Richard. <laughs> Just oh. kidding. Um. But yeah, with names like that, that's kind of like, I don't know. The first thing whenever I heard Jizz Lane, I was like, yeah, that is a slut. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, one thing, like, 
I like that we're hitting on this because everyone knows Jeff Epstein and they're yeah. like, oh, yeah. okay. They put it all on him. Well, there are two sides to a transaction right. and only one side got taken out. So, so again, if you look at this like a business, yeah, he had this business. There was a service. It was so huge. <laughs> it was huge. <laughs> it was a huge yeah. business. Huge yeah, transaction. <laughs> But I've just been indicted <laughs> again. Here's again. my merch shot. <laughs> but so, like a business thrives yeah. when mm-hmm. there is a need, and then you fulfill that need. Right. So he had all of these people that are he's fulfilling this. I mean, it's not a need, but like there he's fulfilling this for all these people that are wealthy. So like he was just you. I mean, he's just been replaced. Mm-hmm. He was just you know the the victims were a cog in his machine mm-hmm. right well, he was a cog in the bigger machine right and, and that machine is still going today and that's that's what i am so frustrated about and then still passionate about is like yeah they're these people you think that they've stopped no 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 well i mean and it, this is why we keep alluding to this and i really because this i think this whole conversation is great yeah but this is like this is our banger for last episode. Okay, sorry. Because this okay. is going to be... No, no, you're totally fine. But the just to hit on what Parker said uh, briefly, the weird thing about this whole situation is that, and I guess we keep saying it, but we all, I think, are under the same understanding that Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. Um, I think there's a lot of evidence pointing to the fact that somebody did kill him and in doing so, they were able to, like Parker said, essentially pin everything onto Epstein. Yeah. You know, um, they did so so they could still hide themselves behind this cloth, you know, so people didn't know who they are and they can continue to do these really horrendous acts and these horrible things. Right. Um, so, but yeah, we, we want to save all this kind of talk until the next episode uh, just because I think it's going to take up quite a bit of our time. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think you're 100% right, Parker, is that it's it's very frustrating because there are two sides of the transaction and those people that are on the other side, only a handful of them were like taken to trial, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, it's just sad. It's sad. And I'm, I mean, I say it's sad, but I didn't witness any of this firsthand. I'm sure the people that have witnessed it that have had to go through all this really nasty stuff are even more frustrated. Yeah. They're, or the people that don't know where their kids are. I right. would totally exactly. recommend watching the uh, 60 Minutes Australia um, on these two victims that include Courtney Wilde mm-hmm. and then also uh, Virginia because they both go into detail about, you know, their story, kind of what happened, and it gives a deeper insight on kind of how sick um, Epstein and mm-hmm. Jizz Lane was. Mm-hmm. Um, God. Every time I hear her name, I'm just like, yo, let's go take a walk down Jizz Lane. <laughs> it's like in Amsterdam, the red light district. <laughs> Welcome to Jizz Lane, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's so disgusting. Uh, just take a, take a stroll. What a fitting name for such a disgusting like individual. It's, you know, naming your child like Jizz Lane is the same as like Come Alley. Yeah. Um, yeah. Isn't that from Harry Potter? Is it really? No, it's Diagonally. Come Ali. This just in J.K. Rowling included in major sex. <laughs> sex <laughs> <screen>. <laughs> just 
Just kidding, JK. JK Rowling. <laughs> JK Rowling. <laughs> Did you hear that, bro? It's all the freaking Harry Potter fans now writing us oh, man. freaking triggered emails. <laughs> Furious. Oh, I hear some sticky keyboards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> They're socks. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Accidentally, like, steps on one, hears it crunching across the floor. Ew. It's like fresh snow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, shoot. No, but so I was thinking about this in preparing for this podcast. Um, yeah. What do you think it is about people, like, that have this... I don't know, I guess you'd call it a fetish or something, like an underage thing. Like, like, gen, like in my opinion, pedophile. Yeah. So, yeah. But, like, do you think it's just a mental disorder? You know, I'm not, I don't want to make it smaller than it is. I'm not mm-hmm. saying <laughs> it's not a big deal. I mean, right. But is it people that are, are they just born this way or is it something that's developed, do you think? I, um, I hear what you're saying. I think a lot of, um, it's hard, I think, because it in used Epstein's to be in case, the DSM five, but I think it got taken out. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So in Epstein's case, and I think we mentioned this prior to this episode in the first one, but I think it's hard because serial killers, for instance, that go after, I don't know, like minors or have these like really weird sexual like fantasies and stuff. Um, usually, most all of them are abused as a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so people say that it like it's because of this abuse that they almost tie these sexual fantasies to like some sort of fulfillment for them. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and the hard thing with that is that it's, uh, I guess, in Epstein's case, as far as I know, he was not abused as a child. Right. He, li- he grew up in a very nice household. Um, so for somebody like that, I think it's just honestly, it's like, I don't know. Maybe it is some sort of. I don't know because you, you, like I said, I, you see Epstein in. Uh, he gets kind of starts, I guess, indulging these deeper, darker thoughts right. of his, and fantasies when he was a teacher. Yeah. And so, how long or what led him to be that way? Was it? I don't know. Was it some student, for instance, that maybe got a little too frisky with him, and he was like, oh pursue that pursue that you know like and i don't want to say it was like that student's fault or anything you know but maybe it was i don't know i don't it's a very good question i think that'd be very interesting to find out um i just think it's interesting because you know you find it so common with all these high profile political figures yeah you know honestly i just think it comes from a need to dominate Mm, I just think I they just that. like the feeling of dominating power. things and having power and power. Mm. having somebody submit to you and what's easier to get to like submit to you than a child. Right. Well, and like, and, and this is a little bit bigger picture, but, and, and maybe a tangent, but we don't have to pursue this. I just we thrown it out. We love tangents. tangents. They're the best. <laughs> we love tangents. <laughs> but, but so like in a little bit, in my opinion, so like people that want power will, usually do almost anything to get that power right right so and, and i've hit on before I'm, I'm pretty religious so you know i think it comes a little bit back to the balance of good and evil and like i can't think of like if you if you're looking at good and evil a god and a satan um what is more evil than taking innocence from something unwillingly like and also That's who so has sad. 
who has like just in the Bible it talks about how um the devil has like power on earth. Right. Mm-hmm. And and so if you're pursuing power, you could go to the devil probably to get that right. power, right? Right. Chris Angel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean <laughs> the devil? No. I, I don't know. Oh. It's just like what people say. Yeah. But um so yeah, I just think it kind of goes hand in hand as like, I want this power. I'm going to, you know, a lot of, I'm not saying everyone in power. Yeah, for sure. But, but they'll do whatever they can to but get it. Some of those people will do whatever they can to get mm-hmm. it. And if that means, you know, um, something to do with the devil, like, Hey, that's a major conspiracy theory. Like yeah. that. So I'm, I'm not saying that's what this is. Right. I'm just saying like, it's evil. And mm-hmm. like, not all power is evil, but I think right. some power could be tied to evil because it's like yeah. the shortcut. Yeah, you know? 100%. I think any power has the ability to infect somebody's brain. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Right, exactly. And I think uh, to hit on <laughs> to hit on uh, what Parker just said about like the devil and all these conspiracies, Yeah, we'll talk about this next episode, but I think uh, something to look into would be like Pizzagate. I don't know if you guys remember oh, that yeah. all through 2020 and then all the Wayfair crap. Uh-huh. I remember that. That was very weird. Yeah. All that stuff. And I, and I think I it's looked, hard. I looked that stuff up. Like when it came out, I was like, dude, what? That, Sally, a freaking shelf named Sally yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. Well, and then there was like that book, that book or that, uh, Pillow. um, it was something, it, I don't remember what it was, but it was like a, it was something, but Wayfair had labeled it like the name of some kid that was missing or uh-huh. something like that. And everyone yeah. was like, what? The that's hell? so weird yeah but but that's the thing is like it could have been it literally could have been but <laughs> sorry i know i keep kind of going back but the the product that they were selling yeah it was like an absurd amount of money it was like, like sixty thousand dollars or something yeah, like yeah. that something crazy like no person would look at that and say i want to buy that but then you look at what epstein was doing what if he was partnering with these companies mm-hmm. saying hey put this on your website we're going to have the one percenters or the high echelon of people look at this and they're only going to look at price ranges from $60,000 and above. Right. You know, and then they know, okay, well, look at this. Here's the dimensions of this bookshelf, whatever it was. It's going to be seven feet tall. That means it's a seven-year-old kid. Yeah. Something oh, like okay. that, something ridiculous, you know, and and that's what these conspiracy theories were about. And it's hard to, to it's really tough because I think everybody – because of 2020 and we all know what was going on like everybody was inside i think people just had way too much time to themselves my whole tiktok was about <laughs> this shit yeah like, dude it's it's crazy and what's funny is like everyone um like my whole family thought i was insane mm-hmm. and i'm like no it's like right there and yeah. then now everyone's like go watch the sound of freedom i'm like yeah that's great yeah. but like i like I was looking at this stuff like before anyone right. else, not before anyone else. I mean, but right. it's just annoying because I don't know. I told yeah. you so. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's frustrating, man. I, I hear you. I think it's, uh, I don't know. And like, like I said, I don't want to dive too much into this because it's, it's quite a bit of content to go over for our third episode, but, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty sad. I think if it is all legit and we all, I guess uh, if there is any validity to what actually happened, what um, was thought to be hits, like, how can I say this? Thought to have happened. um, I think it definitely all could be tied to Epstein. 100%. I think, I don't think it would be, 
past him to do things like that because he knew how to maneuver around these big companies, you know. And, yeah. and like I said, like I said in the first episode, and like Parker pointed out, was that he was very charismatic. You know, you're, you're a big CEO of a company, and somebody comes to you and says, "Hey, I've got this proposition for you. I'm going to give you a shit ton of money, and here's the added perk of you'll get sexual favors." Mm-hmm. Um. For people in power, like you said, it corrupts. Right. I think that would be very difficult to pass up, especially if all you care about is the money. You know, you're yeah. getting you make this deal with the devil essentially, and you start racking in a ton of money. I mean, why are you going to stop it? You know. And we know, like, I'm I'm pretty capitalist, but mm-hmm. also like, we know these big companies don't care about who gets hurt because yeah. they, whether it's sexual things or whether it's the environment or whether it's slave labor yeah whatever it is they'll make the deal just cut the check Mm -hmm. like just make sure it cashes i don't care yeah if as long as it doesn't bounce back we're good to go yeah we've seen that time and time again so oh yeah i think yeah i think you hit on it right on the point i think we talked about this last episode with like a like a timu and and shein and stuff oh yeah yeah dude that's like there's there's serious there's like evidence that there's like child labor there yeah and nobody's done anything about it it's well i'm sure people are doing something about it now because it's all come to light right but prior to it was uh very apparent that there was many things that were wrong with those kind of websites and nobody really bothered to say anything about it i mean what would you do like if somebody really like stitched in your clothes like help me yeah <laughs> like what would you do like how would you even respond to that well and the sad thing is that i don't think many people even noticed you know oh. it wasn't because it was stitched into clothes. I think you just look at the pair of the clothes and you're like, Oh cool. Freaking shirt. I'm going to throw it on. Cool, yeah. Nice. You know, I love help me. It's my favorite brand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, it's so sad. It's so sad. I don't know. I think, uh, but like to hit on what Parker said, it's very hard to, uh, when you see the money coming in, it's hard to want to give it up. Yeah. No, no, no company out there. I think is really all about their customers or the consumer, you know, Hey, if no. it was legal, not even joking. I'd sell drugs. <laughs> I don't care. Did you make so much money? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you're telling me that my client, literally their body thinks it needs this to survive. Yeah. Yeah. Take some for free. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, that's the, what the pharmaceuticals are. You. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, a, and that, that's why we have them is it's like mm-hmm. the government's like, what a lot if we sold drugs, but, well, but like, it was legal. Yeah. It, I take Adderall. I take Adderall. Um, and the problem is too, like if I were to go out with my, without my Adderall, like I would go through withdrawals. Like I've gone through withdrawals in the past when Mm -hmm. I can have gotten like my Adderall Mm -hmm. and it's, it's an addiction. Like at this point I need it to function like regularly and I needed it. Mm -hmm. But like now if I don't have it, then there's an issue there. Like I start going through withdrawals where I'm like very tired all the time. I'm very lethargic. Like, um, I just get really sick without it. And so I've become dependent on it in a yeah. way, um, which sounds really bad, but you know, like it's a prescription drug. Like I was given to, given it from a doctor, but now I'm dependent on it. Like yeah. I have to go my entire life with it or else I have to go like check myself into rehab, I guess. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> because, um, I mean, I've gotten off of it before being like quitting cold Turkey and it was mm-hmm. just like miserable. That's how I know, like, going through withdrawals like what that feels like and how much it affected you and stuff yeah Yeah. like i was sick for months really trying to get over it 
and I wasn't even on that high of a dose. Like now I'm on the max dose that you can take because I just have such bad ADHD. Yeah. But, um, at the time I wasn't even on that much and I was just like trying to get off, but I was addicted. And so going back to like what he said, like I'm technically labeled as one of those customers that can't leave because I need it now. I mm-hmm. become dependent on it. I'm in that business model to where I have to repeat coming back, coming back and they can just right. make all that money off of me. Well, and then you turn that on instead of just like a business model, but you turn that on to Epstein. Yeah. You know, did it, did that turn into how he was like, why he needed these minors, you know, he to just addicted to mild acts. Myers. Exactly. Like, like for him, maybe it was like a withdrawal thing where like, I need to have this, you know, or I'm yeah. going to go crazy, which is disgusting. Yeah. It's horrible to think about, but I think, uh, therein lies like a lot of the issue with our, I guess with this whole situation is that I'm sure a lot of these people saw this as like a need. Yeah. You know, they did it once. I need this now. You know, I need this. I like, like they probably just loved how it made them feel. Right. You know, to be able to, to want to Well, because now they got this thing that people don't get. Like, it's almost like a delicacy. Right. Which is disgusting to even refer to it as that way. It's like, oh, I get this thing that most people aren't allowed to have, but I'm allowed to have it because I have the money. Right. I'm allowed to partake of this thing that you're not allowed to partake of. Yeah, and it makes them feel even, like, more superior to you. Right. And I think that goes along with what you guys are saying, like, the domination about it, like, is, like, they probably felt like, well, I'm doing this one thing that not everybody has the ability to do. Right. I'm better than all of you, you know, which is disgusting to think about because it's not, it doesn't make you better. I, I would say it makes you much, 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 1,000 times worse than anybody on this planet. Right. Like, you're disgusting. But to them, it was like, oh, I've got a lot of money. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want with it. Right. Also, uh, to hit back on the drug thing, would you make that much money, though, if you were able to sell it? If it became if it was of legal. all of a sudden? Yeah, because then supply just, like, the, the demand goes, I guess, the demand is there, but I'd then the supply. just kill the my supply- competitors. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Straight face, just kill your competitors. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good business model. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the pharmaceuticals do. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's uh, that was kind of uh, the end of what I wanted to say there. I just had to hit back on the drugs part because I was, I was just yeah. I, I thought about that. I just I'm okay to get my hands dirty. <laughs> yeah, if you're selling drugs at that point. Yeah. But if it was all legal, are you okay with getting your hands dirty then? Like sure. one hand dirty, one hand clean. Yeah, yeah. One hand Smoke selling the drugs, the other one's boy. killing people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one's just cooking meth, the other's just stabbing your enemies. <laughs> you can see that? Just kidding. That's some Walter White shit right there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> gonna buy a car wash after. Right <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> no, laser tag. Yeah. <laughs> cash only. <laughs> yes, all these cash only businesses. No, I still think the best, like, okay. Last side note of the yeah, day. Yeah, I still think the last, like, or the best um, business out of those for laundering money was definitely the nail salon. Because, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know what? You've seen Ozark, right? Mm-hmm. The idea Ozark. of, like, the casino or a strip club. Easy, because all you got to do is mix in some of the clean money with some of the dirty money. Yeah, you're making good money anyways. Exactly. Throw a little bit more on top. And it's these businesses where you're not selling a product, and so it's a lot harder to track. You're selling a service, these mm-hmm. businesses with services. And you just can, like, fudge the numbers just a little bit there, just be like, okay, instead of having, like, the 10 people we had, we had 20 people come in, and each of them spent X amount of dollars about, give or take, roughly. 
Um, and you can filter in some of this other money saying it was this. And you know what? Sure, you got your your hardworking employees who maybe get like a small bump for it by turning like the blind eye and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, for a nail salon, you can just say, yeah, we had 50 people come in when in all actuality there's only like 25. (laughs) And you just charge those extra services and then take the money from your um, drug dealing ring and put it in to this, give the IRS their little cut of it all so they don't get suspicious and because you know they're the scariest thing out there i don't care if you're who you are like i want this to be known like fbi cia like yeah cool whatever but like you don't scare me (laughs) the irs is scarier than you guys because the irs they can they make up their own laws basically Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah if they want you in jail they'll just put you in jail that's how they got al capone and it's on taxes not on his freaking crime <laughs> you got him on tax fraud and if they'll just change the law so that it yeah. like incriminates you their, all of yeah a sudden. It, exactly. it'll fit to their agenda yeah so on on that do you guys think epstein was like had some how many i guess where was his hand in was it in the irs fbi cia federal like what what kind of reach did this guy have do you guys think I think that um, it was probably like one of those things where he was had someone at the top of each organization, and I mean, he only had to find one person, right? You know, in each organization that was high enough up. So, and I mean, and also he had enough. It didn't have to be just sexual favors. He I had mean, enough money. He could have done whatever he wanted. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, maybe, you know, like maybe it was a personal motive for the person at the top. Like he right. said, his wife's dying of cancer, yeah. but. You know, I don't know. Maybe the FBI has awful insurance. I'm not sure. Right. So, you know, something like nah, that. The government got that TRICARE shit. That stuff is pretty yeah. good. <laughs> they got that TRICARE shit. <laughs> They're fine. And by the way, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> to the government. Uh, but so, I mean, his, his reach was pretty limited. Anything monetary, mm-hmm. he could have taken care of. So. Yeah. Shoot, you can have anything you want, especially when you have a woman called Jizz Lane. (laughs) (laughs) Should put on a wig, put on a bag. I don't care. (laughs) Get out there, bitch. Jeez. Um, I want to own a street now and call it Jizz Lane. I don't know if that would go over well. I'm sure people probably wouldn't appreciate that. Brennan for mayor. We're going to change Main Street to Jizz Lane. Yeah, and then as soon as you change it, it just... Then, then you... Then you uh, um, what's it called? You, uh, stand out. Stand down. What is it? What, oh, I just, like, step down yeah, and resign. Step down. Yes. Yeah, you resign. My whole candidacy after. is just trying to get Jizz Lane made. No, no, no. You, you promise all these great things, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as you get Taco in office... Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Soon, <laughs> free tacos for everyone. And then as soon as you get in office, you change it and then... Step, step down, down immediately. Yeah. I am not a crook. Pull <laughs> <laughs> whole Richard Nixon. <laughs> I am not a crook. Or however it is. He steps down and he's like, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. They're like, we what? didn't think you did. <laughs> he's like, well, I didn't. <laughs> well, I didn't. Brother. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm your sister. I'm your sister. <laughs> For those who have seen Joe Dirt. Um, all right well i think uh i think that'll probably be it for us yeah i mean just to summarize again just where we got so um from the beginning till now um 
we've covered to where he grew up. We covered his kind of teaching career, how he got into the higher position. Mm -hmm. And then recently we talked about the crimes from 2008. Um, Well, not specifically from 2008, but everything that came to fruition in 2008. The highlights of exactly what were going on, kind of what his um, syndicate was really working on and and some more of his accomplices. Um, And you know what? Just an extra like out there like, fuck them. Mm -hmm. Just put it out there like. Fuck these people. Um, KYS to all of you. Oh um, <laughs> I can say that because, you yeah. know, a lot of the older generation doesn't know what that means. <laughs> so <Fuck>. young. <laughs> um, yeah, but KYS to a lot of you guys. Um, most yeah, I of don't, you. I don't think any of them. Paul and Epstein, you guys. <laughs> Paul and Epstein. I don't think any of them deserve any um, real light, to be honest. But I think it is important to talk about it, especially to see who is involved in these uh, um, terrible acts and these yeah. really horrible things that they performed. Um, I think is an important. It is important to learn about this kind of stuff. And like I said uh, last episode, it's really difficult. It was hard for me to want to do research on this general section on episode two, just because yeah. it was very upsetting. Um, it was sad to read the stories, to hear them, and um, like I said, we we didn't. We didn't really want to hit too hard on to that kind of stuff just because it is really unsettling. Right. Um, but I think it is important. So if you guys want to take some time, listeners out there, if you guys want to do your own research, well, not do your own research, but just look into the to the uh, victims of Epstein and, and the horrible things that they had to go through. Um, it really kind of opens your eyes to a lot of the just kind of like messed up things that go on in this world. Um, but it is important to learn about, in my opinion, but yeah. Eat the rich. Yep. It's just, they don't care. They're going to devour what they want to devour at this point. Mm-hmm. That's what it's really shown in this world. It's just like, you know, if you're rich, you can have what you want and it takes a lot for you to get taken down. You know, money really is power. And when you wield that kind of power, there's a lot of stuff you can do and it's, um, it's disgusting. It's yep. terrible. And uh, I just want to say, too, you know, talk about how money is power so much. And, and yeah, they can influence a lot of things. But um, majority has a lot of power, too. I mean, if you don't, (laughs) if a mob's coming at your house, Mm -hmm. I don't care how much money you have. You're one person and there's like 50,000 of them. So it's really um, sad sometimes. We're like, well, what do we do? How do we help? And, And to be honest, I don't quite know the best way to help. But. I think, like Brennan's saying, just staying aware and, mm. uh, you know, really, as people in this country, when it comes down to it, we have we have power, too. So just stay aware and, and uh, try and be good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I that's, that's all you really can do is try and be your best person. You know what? Let's make a pact today. Like, how about everybody just vow right now, let's not be a pedophile. Can we do that? Can we just like uh, agree? Like, let's make a blood pack right now. I just saw you whip out your knife. <laughs> I'll go down the road if you go across the road. Oh my goodness. <laughs> We're just making um, an impromptu cross. <laughs> let's promise, like, to uh, just in all seriousness on everybody who's listening, and let's, let's agree not to do anything with pedophiles. Let's mm-hmm. just 
let's make it a goal to eradicate pedophiles. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm calling for the uh, the complete eradication of pedophilia. Like, like I'm not we claiming mu- like murder or anything like that. I'm just saying let's get rid of pedophilia as like a, a thing. Let's At make least that something a goal. we act on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like. 100 percent and like let's just stop breeding it i'm just kidding <laughs> stop breeding I'm just it. kidding um but no let's let's agree to uh let's work for a better world that way yep let's start with getting rid of pedophiles because you know that's absolutely disgusting yep i don't think anybody uh disagrees but um yeah it's freaking 2023 we deserve change yes so pedophiles kys just kidding <laughs> <laughs> Acting pedophiles, Acting please pedo- go well, away. Yeah, go Anything. away. That's what I'll say. Go away. <laughs> I don't care how. Go away. How you know? Go I hear Hawaii is it. a great vacation spot right now. Oh my god! <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> um. Well, yes, you have Gabe here. And Parker. <laughs> and this is Brennan. Um, and yeah, thank you guys for joining us. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Don't and forget, we do have an email. We do have an Instagram. We do. Make sure to hit us up on those uh, good go- good boys. Yeah. Hit us up at shadow.valleypod at the dogenetwork.com. Shadow.valleypod at the dogenetwork.com. S-H-A-W-O. <laughs> S-H-A-D-O-W dot P-O-D-V-A-L-L-E-Y at T-H-E-D-O-G-E-N-E-T-W-O-R-K dot com. Yep, there it is. I <laughs> and did then it. Our, <laughs> our Instagram is uh, Shadow Valley Pod. So give us a follow. Send us a message. We'd love to hear from you guys. And we'll uh, catch you on the next episode. All right, see ya.